Hey everyone, welcome to B2B Made Simple. I'm Sam Moss, the CEO and co-founder of OneClick Agency. On this show, I interview marketing experts from fast-growing B2B SaaS companies. We feature podcast episodes I'm a guest on, and sometimes we throw in a consulting call I've done with another company. Our goal with this show is to equip you and give you the tools you need to be the best marketer you can be. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of B2B Made Simple. This was a podcast I recorded with Lorraine Ball on the More Than A Few Words podcast about my LinkedIn strategy. I've been going at LinkedIn for over a year and a half now, so I've learned a few things along the way, and uh, it creates a lot of demand for what we do for our company. And um, I would say it accounts for the majority of the inbound uh, leads that we get for our company. So again, I've been on there for a little while, love doing uh, and creating content on LinkedIn. So I hope this is really helpful for you. And I hope that you enjoy this podcast. It's a little bit shorter than than what we're used to, but we get to as much uh, of the actionable stuff as possible. So enjoy. You can make really great connections on LinkedIn. As a matter of fact, my guest today is someone I met on LinkedIn. Want to know more? Well, you're going to need to listen to the show. Okay, here we go. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, I am really excited to have Sam Moss back. He and I originally met on LinkedIn. He is the co-founder of One Click Agency, a web design company in Elmira, New York. And he's the co-host of B2B Made Simple Podcast. And he's been on before, and I'm delighted to have him back. Hey, Sam, thanks for dropping by. Lorraine, thanks so much for inviting me on the show. It's good to do a 2.0 here. This will be fun. Absolutely. And when you suggested the topic of LinkedIn and how you use it, I thought that was a great idea because it was really your creative use of that platform that connected us originally. Mm -hmm. So why don't we start with how do you approach LinkedIn? What kind of strategies do you use to get the most out of that platform? Mm -hmm. Well, I think first and foremost, the reason that I'm on there is because our ideal buyers interact on there. And before you ever jump into any kind of platform, you want to know where your ideal customers hang out. That could be Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. And for me, it's LinkedIn. So that was the fundamental reason that we're on there and the core reason that we are creating content for it. Now, when it comes to a platform like this, um, a lot of companies and businesses, they do it wrong. And they create this promotional self-PR content that says, look how good we are. Here's how you can do business with us. Here's how you buy our product or our service. And it doesn't give any value to the buyer. And we, we do it different. So we create educational content for our ideal buyer, which is a marketer at a B2B software company. And uh, we create marketing content and we put it on there. And if you're listening to this, you can do something similar with educational content that is valuable for your buyer as well. You hit a couple of really key points that I want to reinforce for the audience. The first is that you picked LinkedIn because that's where your customers were. And I think that's 
really critical. And you've got a really tight definition of who that customer is. So the second point you made is that you really have to create valuable content that is that's valuable to them. And you can only do that if you really know who they are. Mm-hmm. But you really do more than just put great content out there. You've I've seen you create posts, and I have to admit, I copy some of your style sometimes, where you do some <laughs> really good. interesting things more than just putting a link to a blog post. What do you do with the content on LinkedIn that you think really creates the kind of engagement that you want? Well, I think a key mistake is that companies, they will put a blog post on LinkedIn and expect people to leave the platform to go consume the content. Or for example, this podcast, right? If we were just to post the link to the podcast and say, hey, this is an interesting talk with Sam and Lorraine, go check it out. People don't know who I am if they're just scrolling through LinkedIn. So it's not going to be interesting. You need to create content or chop down the long form content to fit the platform that you're on. So whether that's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, and in this case, obviously LinkedIn, a good idea could be chop up some of the audio clips of something cool that we say on the podcast that's interesting. Um, create a graphic that has a quote in it and then write out some text and put that on LinkedIn. The post itself has to drive value and give value before you ever ask someone to leave the platform. And chances are they're still not going to leave, but you have made a deposit in their mind that, okay, Sam has given us good content. He's continued to give us good content. You know what? I'm going to go check out his podcast today. And maybe they didn't even see the podcast in the post, but they remembered me and our show and what we do. And then they reach out and take the next step to go explore some long form content. The thing that I really admire about when you do those longer posts, when I first started seeing them, I thought, that's crazy. Who's going to read that? But then I started noticing that people are more likely to comment on your longer posts And so you get a lot of engagement and a lot of people see your content because other people are actually taking the time to react to what you're saying because they don't have to leave the platform. Yeah. So deliver value in the platform that you're in. And when it comes to length, um, I think that that would be something that you'd want to test out on an individual basis because you might, your feel for a post might be a couple of sentences, short and punchy. And it might generate a lot of engagement and a lot of exposure and brand affinity toward your company, right? Which is Mm -hmm. great. And then there are some people, and I do mix it up as well, who write 1,200 character posts or whatever the limit is now on LinkedIn, and they get a lot of engagement. So you have to find the sweet spot for what you're comfortable with, how long you can keep someone engaged with, because if it's not good, then of course they're not going to read to the bottom. Um, But find your sweet spot, understand your buyer. Are they in a rush? Do they enjoy consuming content and fine tune it from there? Absolutely. I have found it really valuable when somebody mentions me in one of those to interact. What else do you do that really creates success on the platform? Whenever you get a comment or if someone engages with your post, it's always a good courtesy to respond. And that's, and obviously as you continue to grow, it's, it's tough to do that with every single person that comments. But early on, what I did is I would, if someone would comment on my post, I would return the favor, go find one of their recent posts or 
um, where they've engaged and just continue the dialogue or say, hey, great posts that you just put up. And I I can't do that now with um, just the time factor. But early on, I think it built some really key relationships and got me out on the platform more. And even now, I do take the time to go through whoever has engaged with the post and at least drop a couple of emojis or respond to their comment or answer their questions. And I think that that builds the connection first and foremost, and two, even more of an affinity toward, wow, Sam's a real person. Uh, What they do seems legit because they have real people working at a company. I think that that's the connection that people want more often than not. And as your business grows, you may not have time to do it anymore, but having someone else on your team who can either go in and do it as themselves or go in and do it as you, that is such a valuable behavior to continue, even if you don't do it all the time, just so people randomly see, oh, he's engaging, he's interacting. Maybe next time he'll interact with me. I would encourage businesses, if you have multiple people on a platform, encourage them and empower them to start posting content. Um, whether it's something they're passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't even need to necessarily relate to the business 100%, but that will drive exposure in a social channel. And I think that that is um, something a lot of businesses kind of miss on. What you just said is so critical, and it's something I've always believed is that the brand belongs to your whole team. And when you're willing to let each of them be brand ambassadors, it does, it creates great interaction. And I had a couple of employees that had some very different interests and I really encourage them, write about what you love, write about what you know. People want to get to know you and then they want to know where you work. And in the long run, we will get the exposure because you're out there being who you are. Yeah. I was talking to someone about this the other day. They were like, well, I build websites. How do I drive exposure to what I do? I'm I'm a passion I'm passionate about entrepreneurship and leadership. And they are similar to what we do. They sell to B2B companies as well. And I said there's nothing wrong with talking about leadership if that's what you're passionate about. Because marketers need that and they might be they will be attracted to that because who you're selling to are leaders and that will drive exposure to your brand. People aren't dumb. They're going to see your headline. They're going to check you, your company out if they enjoy your content. And that's just a great way to continue to build your brand. People don't want to do business with cardboard cutouts of human beings. No. They want to do business yeah, I know with, I don't. With, with, with real people. And, mm-hmm. you know, they want to know that you, you like puppies and you just got a new kitten or you had a baby or any of those things. They want to be able to get a sense of all the things that interest you and all the things that you're good at. So Mm -hmm. I think that's really good advice. I mean, one one last point for you here. I've posted a couple times just photos of my family on LinkedIn. And LinkedIn is, quote, this uh, professional platform. And the the post of us having a kid got, it was like 3x what my previous most popular Mm -hmm. post had ever gotten. And I think that that is something people crave. I think you're absolutely right that a little bit of that human coming through, again, you've already built a relationship with this audience. Mm -hmm. You have a following. Letting them see a little bit of who the person is, I think can be really valuable. Absolutely. Sam, this has been awesome. I am going to encourage everybody who's listening, number one, so you need to look for Sam Moss on LinkedIn. He's It's the Sam Moss at the One Click Agency. Also, check out the One Click Agency and the 
B2B Made Simple podcast to learn more about all the stuff he's doing. Sam, thanks again. Absolutely, Lorraine. Thanks so much for having me on the show. 